Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to VMB, the voice of Manhattan business, brought to you by the Manhattan Chamber of Commerce. I'm your host, Bruce Hurwitz. You can find me on the web at either hsstaffing.com or fishhookbooks.com. I hope everyone will be able to join me this coming Wednesday at noon, when my guest will be Brian Rauer from the Better Business Bureau. We will be discussing managing your social media presence. To learn about all future shows, please visit our website, www.thevoiceofmanhattanbusiness.com. And please remember to visit the events page on the Chamber's website, www.manhattancc.org, to learn about upcoming events on the Chamber's calendar. I am delighted to be joined today by Alejandro Australia from Wax Seal Marketing. We will be discussing the current state of young entrepreneurship in the United States. Please remember the opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the participants and do not necessarily represent the views or positions of the Manhattan Chamber of Commerce. Alejandro, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Bruce. Uh, My pleasure. So tell us about yourself and your company. Okay, so um, real quick, you know, just to recap on myself, uh, I'm actually first generation born in the U.S. Uh, my parents came here from South America seeking better opportunities, and I grew up around a lot of uh, industrious people. Uh, my father, in particular, was a ferociously busy restaurant owner, and I excelled. Uh, I excelled in school, uh, but uh, didn't have much guidance up until about high school. Uh, finally, I landed in about. Uh, I landed in college, and um, I decided to focus on uh, psychology and languages, uh, German in particular. And um, yeah, my first real job outside of college was actually at a printing and graphics company. Uh, I got a lot of exposure there, uh, many different areas of business, so like uh, for everything or what it takes to run a business, from uh, front of house and client intake to actually production and assembly line stuff. Uh, that's kind of where I really picked up the uh, the, the whole craftsman and custom tailored, uh, you know, ideas from, uh, I learned a lot. Uh, I grew a lot, but I, uh, felt that I needed to be in other places. Like I needed to kind of, uh, branch out and apply my education and meet new challenges. Uh, and so I started searching around for business opportunities. Uh, I doing my research and, uh, you know, I, I, I asking, asking, actually asking my peers and asking, uh, you know, people in their twenties and thirties, I, uh, I realized that the, the common factor was that everyone, wanted more work or more money or both <laughs> and yeah. so uh that's why that's why we're here so i decided to start my own company very good now our topic again is the current state of young entrepreneurship in the united states so let's mm-hmm. define the two terms first what do you mean by entrepreneurs okay so um, entrepreneurship i should say yeah, uh, entrepreneur. An entrepreneur for me uh, is uh, is a person or you know people who see opportunities where others don't. Um, calculated risk takers. Uh, really, kind of entrepreneurship is more of a mindset and a, and this mindset of constant improvement uh, than 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 uh, than it is a traditional uh, you know just kind of a pop cultural uh, job label or something. Uh, it's, it's for me personally, it's, it's definitely a, a mindset and, and more of a, a way of living. And secondly, what do you mean by young? So young in regards, I think to the, uh, to actually kind of like the emerging uh, consumer market uh, and those that are serving them. Uh, perhaps I guess uh, an entrepreneur, a true entrepreneur is, I guess, always young at heart. Um, I mean, you can learn a lot from kids. Uh, they fall down, they get up, they try again and again. 
And again, and a lot of them actually, you know, and we lose that when we get older, I think. Uh, and so uh, actually, I actually feel like, you know, the, the, uh, the, the Manhattan Chamber in particular was, was so instrumental in me really branching out and, and, and getting to and starting to make those contacts uh, that are that are that a young entrepreneur, entrepreneur or just any entrepreneur really needs to build the infrastructure to build their business. So, yeah. Okay. So. Why are these young entrepreneurs becoming entrepreneurs? You know, it's it's interesting because uh, I don't think they necessarily uh, are. I don't think that the, uh, the 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 popular media uh, portrayal of entrepreneurs uh, and young entrepreneurs in particular is is that uh, that uh, common. Uh, actually, a recent article in the Atlantic uh, uh, was quoted as saying that thirty of uh, thirty of thir- People, people under 30 who own a business have actually fallen 65% since 1980. And that was a very interesting uh, kind of a stark contrast between, I mean, for me, it was a stark contrast in a, as opposed to the portrayal that uh, we hear about, uh, you know, in the media that's pushed by the media, this, uh, this American entrepreneurial thing going about. Well, I'm curious, your business has nothing to do with entrepreneurship as such. It's an example mm-hmm. of entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. why did you choose this topic? I mean, I in particular, I felt that I, I – well, I know that I chose a topic because I, I think that it's really important to be guided by the right principles when you're building a team. I am by no by no stretch of the imagination. I am, am I the the am I talented in all the different areas that you know that 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 we're that we're building a business off of. I have my skill set and the things that I know that I can do, but I really surrounded myself with the people that complement those skills. And I think that I I'm well, I know that I chose entrepreneurship as a topic because. I don't just want to build a business for myself. I want to build a business to really kind of inspire people to say, Hey, listen, you know, I mean, he, he can do it. I can do it too. And, and it's this cooperative business model that I've been talking about um, that I see as being the, the future of entrepreneurship. Now, a couple of years ago, and this is um, related to your previous comment, about the uh, people under 30. Mm -hmm. A couple of years ago, a report came out that for the first time since the late 1970s, more businesses were closing in the United States than opening. And Mm -hmm. it just happened to have started with President Obama's first term. I don't know Mm -hmm. if that was uh, cause and effect or just coincidence, but how do you explain the fact that more businesses are closing than opening the United States for the first time ever. Hmm. Well, I mean, I think it's it's this referring back to this article that I read in in the Atlantic. Um, I I think I thought it was interesting that I mean they they quoted the businesses they they quoted startups as being considered. As being considered part of, uh, as being considered your, your traditional brick and mortars, so coffee shops, bodegas, you know, things like that. Now, I think that they're not really they're not taking into consideration 
this, you know, like all the tech startups. The tech startup is a is, is, a, is a massive is a massive world in and of itself now. And so, I can't. I'm not a political scientist. I can't speak for you know the cause possible cause and effects of, uh, of of the question. But I think that really in the past, you know, in these past couple of years, um, we've seen a shift between. The, the, between the things that were possible and the things that are now made possible through technology. And that's, that's maybe what we're seeing. We're seeing possibly a, a, either a, a, a stagnation or a decrease in traditional business models and a shift over into non-traditional business models that are still catching up, that are still evolving with the times and then therefore may not fall under traditional like IRS or government um, you know, definitions category. of a business. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. Now, just a reminder: you're listening to the Voice of Manhattan Business. My guest today is Alejandro Estrella from Wax Seal Marketing. We are discussing the current state of young entrepreneurship in the United States. Please remember the opinions expressed on this program are solely those of the participants and do not necessarily represent the views or positions of the Manhattan Chamber of Commerce. I guess I need to ask if I need to apologize. Have I uh, butchered your name? Uh, no, I mean, it's, it's a, a Estrella, but it's also okay. Estrella. I mean, if you're going to anglicize it, I mean, it's, it's fine. Though. <laughs> well, I was going for the yeah. But I uh, didn't know if I had made it, so I'm glad uh, uh, yeah, I didn't I mean, mess I up on that. <laughs> <laughs> now, I remember reading a, a recent article in Inc. Magazine, according to which more businesses were being opened or are being opened by immigrants than native-born Americans. Talk to us mm-hmm. about that. Okay. Um, well, actually, I mean, I can I can really only speak from my personal experience, right? Um, I mean, I grew up around I grew up around my father, my father's work ethic, and those of other ethnic groups that um, you know I grew up around. Um, I actually I don't I really don't think industry has knows color or race or ethnic group or any of that stuff. I think that it's actually I'm convinced, in fact, that it's a mindset. It's a it's a hunger and a thirst to live more fully and to, and really just to take life by the horns. Um, a perfect example of that uh, is actually my uncle and my my friend's dad are, are perfect examples. Like they they uh, they're both immigrants uh, from different parts of the world, uh, from South America, one's from Europe, and they're both car mechanics. And their shops are actually directly across the street from each other. And they, I've had the privilege to interview them both uh, because they're they you know they've got their own stories, and I've always been curious about people's stories. And uh, and they've made they've, they're made of the same stuff. You know, it's that it's that hunger that I was talking about before. It's that you know, that, that, that wanting. And I think that, that this country attracts people that just, that, that, that want more, that believe they can have more and that are willing to put in the work to get it. What's interesting though, from the from the second part of that statement, isn't that the entrepreneurs are starting businesses. It's that native born Americans are not. Hmm. And do you have any insights as to why that could be, why they are now willing to work for somebody else? Perhaps it goes back to technology because you can do so much. We're almost becoming, and some people talk about it, a freelance economy Mm -hmm. or a gig Mm -hmm. economy. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. Um, So, uh, I mean, I think think that – 
that is definitely, I, I can, I can, again, I can only speak for myself. I can definitely say that when I was conducting my own market research and I was talking to my friends and, 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 and people in their 20s, 30s and 40s that own their own businesses that are, that I know through my networks, I can only speak and say that, that they really, everyone was talk. everyone had like a, a what, what, what we call like a side hustle. <laughs> everyone really kind of like, they're like, oh, I've got my side hustle. Like I'll do, I've got my nine to five and then it's my side hustle. And it's funny because I don't think that people, I don't think that, that, that most people realize that they can actually build a business out of that, that side hustle. And one of the things that I'm kind of, this goes back to what we were talking about earlier, that one of the reasons why I'm so fascinated with entrepreneurship and, and what it takes to build a business is because I think that if more people were aware and had the resources available to them to do that, they would, they, they would definitely undertake that. I mean, if, you're, if your side hustle is building you anywhere between 1500 an extra $1,500 to $2,000 a month, that's that's no longer just the side hustle, <laughs> you know. That's that that'll over the year that'll that, that'll pay some bills. That'll that'll uh, you know that'll help you out with some things and and make you even if it's just money to put away and invest. And so, um, yeah, I don't I I can't speak for for me, perhaps why Americans aren't aren't um, or native-born Americans may not be starting uh, businesses, um, but. I think that again, you know, maybe there is that technology gap there. Maybe, maybe we need to be reaching out and uh, and going into communities and and uh, and having more workshops. I mean, but the thing too is that I've also, I, I'm also, I'm very, I'm very, I personally am very self-motivated. I'm, I if I if I go if I have a question, I go after it and I find it. And I have found, you know, the New York Public Library. I have found an enor- enormous amount of resources that are that are open to the public that are just there and they're waiting for you to just come and ask the questions, but people need to take that, that step. They need to really uh, take it upon themselves to, uh, to, to figure their, uh, to get their answers. What type of businesses are young entrepreneurs opening? Are they consultancies, is it e-commerce service providers, any in manufacturers you had mentioned before brick and mortar, what are they opening? Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, for example, I mean, no one can deny the power of e-commerce, right? I mean, whether it's, uh, you know, whether it's your, your, your everything from, from, from eBay to Etsy and like all these other, you know, really kind of ubiquitous names going around. Uh, these, these are, are just starting. I mean, I, I've, I've met, I've met people through the grapevine that that buy products off that buy products in China that build a website here and then sell it to their immediate market here and make it. A, a, awesome profit. They, they make a, 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 they make their living out of that. And so I can't, you know, there's no denying the problem, the, the, I'm sorry, the power there. Um, um, the, you know, it's, it's one of those things where um, I think that, that manufacturing is, it, it, manufacturing is, it is a tough area, but I mean, we do know of increases in tech, increases in the service industry. And for example, I mean, me, like I'm a writer, like I love to write and I have to, I still, I, I still can't get into the whole, like, um, I still really relish the, the experience of writing things down. I, I can't get into the whole like iPad thing, but, um, but I do relish the experience and I write everything down. And I mean, this one particular company, notebook company in, uh, out in Chicago, I love them. Like I really, I can't get enough of them. I buy, I buy so many of their notebooks and I love reading the back of that, of that notebook it says made in the USA, you know, like, and it just makes me really, really hopeful for, for, for uh, an economy that brings jobs and keeps jobs back in this country. So, yeah. 
What are the industries that these entrepreneurs, these young people, are getting into? You mentioned tech. Um, what else? Yeah, yeah, tech. Um, I mean, I would say, I guess tech, um, uh, it, it, uh, tech and service. Like I said, I mean, I know that uh, clients that I've talked to, uh, a lot of them are facilitators. What I would call. So they're, they're people that, like, let's say, they're, they're facilitators with experiences. So they'll say, um, uh, you need someone to help you, if you need some, someone to help you, some fashion advice. You know, like if, you're, if you've got some money to spend and you've never in particularly been good at, like, buying your own, at, at kind of color matching and buying your own clothing and looking, looking well. You know, there, I know that there are companies that have started out there as consultancies and provide they provide that service that fashionista service or you know whatever you call it it's it's uh it's it's everything i think that i think that the present state of the present state the present mindset has become aware that there is a market and a need for just about everything and it's just a matter of finding that thing that fits you that also fits that that group of people and how you can best serve them. Because at the end of the day, it's all about the customer. It's all about, it's all about their experience, all about the customer. And you are just there as a provider, as a purveyor of an experience and, and there for, to, for people to, you know, uh, to, 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 to give them that. And, um, and, and you can build your life around that. Uh, I can't, I can't, I can't imagine anything better. I, I, I love, I love serving people. I love, I love sitting down with clients and, and trying to, to problem solve. It's, it's, it's problem solving. And, and I think that that's, I mean, like I'm, I'm a real believer in that, that, that American ingenuity and that, that constant, you know, uh, just pushing, that pushing, pushing, pushing to the moon, man. <laughs> <laughs> so finally, how many jobs do you believe young entrepreneurs are creating? So, I mean, I can only speak for, again, for myself and my own, my own, uh, um, my own company. Uh, we personally work, uh, uh, presently work with 14 independent contractors, and we're really we're really happy with our results. We're really invigorated. Uh, we we I, I I haven't you know I haven't invented the, the reinvented the wheel. We haven't reinvented the wheel. We've just we're just kind of uh, you know going back to that 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 um that freelance economy that you were mentioning, Bruce, where. I, I, I've just I've just kind of seen that coming, and I've just been like, okay, so how am I going to adapt my lifestyle and my business to to fit that coming wave? And um, yeah, I can't speak for traditional businesses uh, like people that open the brick and mortars and the you know the coffee shops and the bodegas and the, you know that, but um, but I can only speak for myself that in the past year, um, I've 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 have I have 14 contractors that I work with and I'm having the time of my life. I'm, I'm, I'm truly loving it. It's, it's, it's hard. It is a hard, hard grind. Um, uh, there's nothing pretty about it. One of, uh, one of, one of my heroes, uh, Elon Musk, he says that, uh, that, uh, starting a, starting a business is like, uh, is like trying to, is uh, the initial steps are like, uh, like chewing glass. <laughs> and uh, I'm not sure, I'm not sure that I would, that I would, Put it that graphically, but it is definitely not um, not an undertaking for everyone. Um, uh, I, I I think I mean the statistics are against you, right? Eight and eight out of ten businesses fail um, in the th- first three to five years. I think that if you can stomach the initial the initial uh, guts 
and the, the initial uh, uh, shortcomings and the reality, the stats, you can stomach that, and then you can transition into surrounding yourself with the right people and doing the right things at the right time, and timing, timing is so, so critical. If you can do that, you stand a, fight, a fighting chance. You really do. And then, obviously, you've got to have the chutzpah to, you know, back it up. So, <laughs> Alejandro, you have, uh, you know, I really appreciate this. You've come in, you've given our listeners insight into how a young entrepreneur thinks. And I'll be honest with you, I was expecting this to be a more academic discussion, but I like what it became, and I thank you for that. And before I let you go, what's the best way for people to get in touch? Thank you, Bruce. Thank you for that uh, this great opportunity to speak with you and to speak with the listeners. Uh, um, basically, our I, I, I love our website. Uh, it's up. It's www.waxsealedmarketing.com. Uh, you can also find us at facebook.com forward slash wax seal marketing. And uh, yeah, I still love email as best mode of communication. So feel free to contact me. And uh, yeah. And I have Very to ask thing. you, we discussed this before the show began, but explain wax seal marketing or where, where that, the name come from. Sure. Um, uh, so basically, uh, I, I mean, we, I got together, uh, I, I, I had my incorporation name and then I started building my team and then my team started, I, I realized that we, we really had to embrace uh, who we were and what we were doing. Uh, and that was that we were, we're, we're, we're craftsmen in our particular craft. So, you know, everyone takes it, everyone is very very uh, intimately connected with what they do. Uh, I do the copywriting for our team and for, for, you know, our clients and what it is that we're doing. The developers very, you know, very much in, he develops and, and the, the, um, uh, the graphics people do their graphics and everyone treats their, 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 their job as a craft. It's not a job. It's not something that's just like, oh, I clock in and clock out. Like I've talked to these, I've talked to these people, you know, before and after hours, and they're still like obsessed with their work, and it's really inspiring and really moving. And so, Wax Seal came about because they were like, "Well, what, what is it that something? What's something that you really like resonates? Something that you really love to do?" And um, I was always really big with. The, I, I love. I just. I love paper. <laughs> I've always loved different kinds of paper. I've loved, uh, you know, stationery and like nostalgic things like that. I love. I love the impressions that a wax seal, that, you know, traditional wax seals can make. I'm the guy that, you know, goes over to the Met and, you know, hangs out in the wax seal section. And, um, and, uh, and I just, it just really, uh, it was really something that's always resonated with me. And so they were like, all right, well, that sounds, that sounds pretty cool. So why don't we go with that? And after some, some uh, logo mock-up ideas and everything, we, we felt that it was really representative of our craftsman uh, values. So that's where we landed on. I'm just curious because it's an interesting name, and you always want the name of your company to uh, result in a conversation and curiosity. So uh, figured I would ask. Sure. Alejandro, thanks. Uh, if you want to give us the website again. Yes, uh, www.waxsealmarketing.com. Well, I thank you profusely. I hope you'll be able to come back on. As always, I thank our listeners, and I am certain that Alejandro joins me in wishing everyone a safe and prosperous week. Yes, thank you, Bruce.